Welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast, or if you're new here, welcome. I am so, so grateful to have you here and listening in on this episode. Today's episode is going to be all about what I think we should leave in 2020 and not take with us into 2021. Uh, And I also want to share some of my personal intentions and goals for 2021 and just give you guys an in on what I am working on uh, this next year. I usually don't really like the whole New Year's resolution thing just because I kind of hate the fact that we like wait till a certain day, like we wait until January 1st to make a change, to uh, set a new goal, to better ourselves. Um, It's almost like this, like, um, how would I even explain it? Like this like mystical date that like all of a sudden it's going to be so much easier for our dreams to come true and our goals to happen. And I also hate putting ourselves in the waiting room. Like that's one of my biggest um, not pet peeves, but I just, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. It's like the one thing that I really work on with my clients and with myself. And I actually just created an episode about this. I can't remember what it was called or what I was talking about, but I was talking about the waiting room, putting yourself in the waiting room. And a new year's resolution is technically just putting yourself in the waiting room saying like, I'm not going to change not going to change until this date and you know it feels really good to our mind and our fear and our ego to just put something in the future and say yep I'll just I'll just do that later so usually I'm like kind of like eh about the new year's resolutions I'm like just change now just set the intention now set the goal now Um, but I I do you know with that being said I do think that there is something special about this year and this new year's going from 2020 into 2021 we just had you know that whole conjunction conjunction thing going into the age of Aquarius Um, there's a lot of energy shifting like a lot of energy shifting and I do think there is something metaphorically beautiful about um, going from this year into a brand new fresh year. So this year I am all for the the cheesy resolutions and of course I set new intentions every year. It's not like I'm like against it. I just kind of hate that people set goals and then like commit to it for like a month and then it's like over just because it was New Year's. Like they're just setting those goals because it's New Year's and then they just don't follow through with that. I'm like just just change now. Change in the present day. But like I said, I think there's something so beautiful and magical about throwing 2020 away and going into a fresh new 2021 um, and and just trying to leave it behind. Of course, I do not think all of our problems will be solved or it'll be um, a brand new, like different feeling year as soon as it hits January 1st, 2021. Um, we have to work with the energy. We have to work with the metaphor, um, you know, of, of 
letting go of the old year and bringing in the new year. We have to work with that and actually make the changes. It's not just going to feel different magically. Um, but I'm I'm ready to say, you know, fuck you this year and say goodbye and and really set myself up for a beautiful 2021. In my last episode, I was talking about how 2020 was hands down the absolute best year of my life, but I I have a feeling that 2021 is going to be uh, just as good or better. This year was a huge shift for me in the way that I was living, you know, from working for somebody else to having my own business, being an entrepreneur, um, and just so many shifts in in every way in my life. But I feel like this year was also me me evolving into this new version of me and kind of figuring things out in my business. And now that I really I really have it down. I have huge, huge plans and um, huge intentions for this next year, and I think it's going to be even better. I think, honestly, I think all of my years will just go up and go up and up and up from here on out. So, in this episode, I want to talk about the things that I think that we should let go of in 2020 or or leave behind in 2020 and then talk about some of my intentions for 2021. Um, and again, there's ugh, there's so much. There's so many. There's so many. I have been adding to this list in my notes um, just over the past couple of days, trying to add as much as I possibly could. I know that there are more. If I think of more after I record this episode, I will make a part two. But for now, I'm feeling inspired to record. I'm ready to just record what I have, and I have some really, really good one for good ones for you guys. All right. So the first thing that I think we should leave behind in 2020 is listening to everybody's guidance on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or wherever you hang out. What do I mean by this? Listening to everyone else's guidance or tips or advice through Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, from people on the internet. We need to leave that behind. Okay, why? Everybody is so, 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 so different. And when you start following uh, self-help pages, personal development pages, spiritual people, you know, leaders, uh, uh, different just leaders on the internet, thought leaders, um, people speaking of manifestation, self-love, confidence, spirituality. There's a lot. There's a lot and there's a lot of different opinions. There are a lot of different perspectives. And um, I think when you first start getting into personal development, it is beneficial to really explore, listen to everything that everyone has to say, listen to all the different perspectives. But it's so important to note that you need to take what you, what resonates with you, what aligns with you, what feels good to you, and then leave what doesn't. Do not listen to everything that everybody says. Even me, if something doesn't resonate with you, like this is my, um, my perspective, my story, my dream as a storyteller on this earth. Uh, if you've read any Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz, Ruiz? I don't know how to say his last name. 
I need to look it up. Um, but if you listen to him, like I am my own dreamer here on this earth. I'm sharing my dream, my story, my perspective. Do not listen to every single thing that everybody says, every piece of advice. Do people share good guidance, good content, good, um, you know, perspectives and advice? Absolutely. Does it mean that you need to listen to everyone's and take everybody's into your own life? No, because we are all so different. We all need something different. We all have our own truths, our own stories. Um, And if something doesn't feel right to you or feel good to you, or if it feels off, it is. If something feels off, it is. That's from Abraham Hicks. Always, if you have a bad feeling or if something doesn't align with you, that is your highest self saying no. Um, And I know like when I first started on my personal development journey and even still a little bit as I have grown my business, I look to different business experts and, you know, business podcasts, business leaders, and I can sometimes get sucked into what they are saying. Um, but, but don't get pulled into that and don't just listen to anybody and everybody. And, um, so, so leave behind in 2020, listening to everything, every single person has to say in your personal development journey, in the personal development world, you have all the answers within you. So this is jumping into like my intentions. Um, I was going to leave these to the end, but I want to share the opposite of that now and the intention that I have for 2021 for me personally and something that I encourage you guys to do, especially if you are um, on a journey for yourself, a personal development journey, which if you're listening to my podcast, I'm assuming that you are, uh, even though Don Miguel Ruiz says don't make assumptions, I'm assuming that you guys are all on a personal development journey, a spiritual journey, a self-love journey, a manifestation journey. Um, and one of my intentions for 2021 is to is to tune into my own intuition, my own guidance, and my own God. So I'm my intention is to stop looking for answers outside of me. Uh, Can I get inspiration or help or guidance from, you know, people outside of me, my own coaches, my own programs that I invest in, my own podcasts that I listen to, my own books that I read? Yes, 100%. I can get inspiration from that. I can get guidance from that. But my intention is to, to listen to my own guidance more. You already have the answers within you. You already know what you need. You already know where you need to go. You already know everything. Um, and the more that you connect to the universe, to source, to God, whatever you call it, the more you will find you don't need to, to listen to my podcast. You don't need to listen to this other person's podcast. Can it be helpful? Yes, 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 yes. And a lot of times the universe sends you messages through those things, through content like that. But it comes from your own inspiration, your own urges, and your own relationship with that which is greater who is guiding you to find your own answers. So even the things that you hear me say, you already know these things. I am just reminding you of them or I am just um, guiding you to more truth. So even I know that uh, in my journey, like when I learn new things, 
and you guys will have to let me know if you relate on this or if you have the same experience. It's not like um, you're hearing something like brand freaking new. It's almost like like it is new to you, but it doesn't feel like new information that you need to grasp. It feels um, familiar. It feels like you just need to be reminded of it. A lot of spiritual teachings that I have learned, it was just like, oh, wait. Like, of course, of course this is true. When I was learning um, about the religion that I was a part of, for me, it just personally didn't align, right? I grew up Mormon until I was like 18, 19 years old, and it was difficult for me to grasp. It was hard for me to understand the teachings. Um, It didn't, it felt foreign to me. It felt very foreign. It felt um, like I was never good enough because I didn't know the scriptures good enough. I didn't know this good enough. I didn't practice this good enough. I didn't do all of these, um, uh, what do you call them? Ugh. Like, like we had different, like kind of like homework things to like fill out in our young woman's, uh, booklet. I'm forgetting what it's called. Fuck. Um, and, and I'm not saying that that was like a bad idea or a bad thing on the church's, um, on the church's side, I thought it was incredible. But for me, I felt uh, not aligned. I felt unaligned doing those things and learning those things. When I started learning what I, you know, live by now, I felt so aligned. It felt so clear. It felt so like, oh, yeah, of course, this this is the truth. And so uh, if, if you feel that way when you listen to my podcast and when you hear me teach or when you hear somebody else teach... Um, or, or follow other leaders on Instagram or whatever, if something just feels so like, oh, duh, like, of course, like, I, I know this somehow deep inside, even like energetically in my soul and my spirit, I just know this. And now it is like coming to my conscious awareness in my ego, in my mind. Um, it is because it, it's the truth to you. It's an alignment to you. Um, so, so you already know all of the answers. You do, you do, you do. You can find guidance along the way and, and have people um, help you come to your answers and come to your truth. But it's, um, you need to listen to your own guidance and create your own relationship with God. Do your meditations where you ask something and you just sit in silence and wait to receive the answer. You know, ask Ask for um, the guidance to to find your answers and then follow the inspirations and the urges, which can be listening to a certain leader, listening to a certain content creator, um, watching certain videos, whatever it leads you to, then that's perfect. Then listen to that guidance, but follow your own guidance. If someone tells you to do something on a podcast and it doesn't feel right to you, do not do it because they told you to do it. If you read a book that everyone is reading and you start reading it and it just doesn't like resonate with you and you're like, oh, this just doesn't feel good to me. I don't like this teaching. Then don't listen to it. Don't try and force yourself to listen to it. So letting go of listening to everybody in the personal development world, especially on the internet and listen to more of your own guidance. The second thing that I think that we should leave behind in 2020 is following people that you do not want to follow. I will preach this until the day that I die. Uh, Social media is not going anywhere. 
Uh, even if you delete it for a little bit because you need like a mental health break, you're still going to get back on. It is a part of our life now. It is just something we need to accept. It is time to make it the healthiest place that we possibly can. The first step, clean the fuck out of your following list. Like actually, if you've heard me say this before and you went through and you unfollowed 50 people, amazing. I am so, so proud of you. Do it again. (laughs) Like do it again and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again until you have unfollowed so many people or at least muted them. If you don't want to unfollow someone because you think that they're going to be upset or you still want to follow them, but you just don't like some of their posts, mute them. I still have everybody muted. Like if you message me and I like don't follow you back or something, it's not because I don't want to follow you. It's because I don't follow fucking anyone and anyone that I do quote unquote follow, I don't actually follow. Like I don't see their stuff at all. I actually look at more people's content that I like don't follow because it's just like I just don't want to see people's content all day every day when I open my phone without choosing to. I choose to go look at somebody's content. I go to the search and I type in their name and I go look at their content. Stop following people you don't want to follow or following people from high school, following people that you had a relationship with when you were a version of you that you don't want to be anymore. If you are trying to evolve into a new version of you, stop following Sally, your old best friend, that when you were friends with her, you didn't like who you were or you weren't a good person. You didn't like that energy. Unfollow her. Mute her. Stop looking at their fucking stuff. Stop following the the unrealistic fitness models or Instagram models that edit their stuff. Or at least if you do, just mute them and have the intention of like... I, I guess looking every once in a while if you really want to, maybe if they post like motivational stuff, which most of them do not, and stop, all, okay, here's another one I'm adding in, stop comparing your body to face-tuned bodies. I did an episode about this too when I first started my podcast. It was like my third podcast I released, the fucking face-tune epidemic. Stop comparing your unfacetuned self to facetuned people. It is not fair to you. It is not fair to them. It is not fair to others to um, wrap yourself up in this world where you are unfacetuned and everyone else is facetuned. It's just, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So leave that behind in 2020, please. Um, also, while you're unfollowing people, just keep asking yourself, like, why am I following this person? Like, what is it adding to my life? What is it adding to my life? If it isn't adding anything, fucking delete them. Please, for the love of God. Please. <laughs> okay. Third thing that I think we should leave behind in 2020. This one is kind of, like, out of place with the rest of the list. It's, like, kind of irrelevant, but it is relevant. Um, And it's not something that I am involved in, but it's just something that really fucking annoys me. And that is cancel culture. Guys, leave cancel culture behind in 2020. Stop canceling people. Like, I do understand that some people do shit that's, like, unforgivable, but it's actually the whole Twitter culture. I hope if you listen to me, you are not wrapped up in that um, negativity, like, warm, wormhole, like, tornado of, like, ickiness. Whew. 
so so with that so saying goodbye to cancel culture and saying goodbye to uh negative thought promoting what do I mean by that so uh, being on a platform or following people that promote negative thinking or negative habits, um, romanticizing negative habits, romanticizing mental health. Do I think it is positive to speak about mental health? Yes, 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 a billion times, yes. Do I think that it is beneficial to promote it and romanticize it and make it a personality trait on social media? No. Um, and, and again, I want to say this again so that nobody comes for me and cancels me. Do not cancel me for this. I have a experience with my own mental health. I had a really bad depression and anxiety for years. Like literally, I lived in a deep, dark cave. Um, but one of the things that made my depression really, really bad was I was on Tumblr a lot. Very addicted to Tumblr people on their romanticized cutting and uh, suicide and, uh, you know, just posting pictures of their scars, posting very, like, dramatic poems and blog posts about suicide, mental health. Um, Sorry, should have given, like, a trigger warning. Um, So, trigger warning. But this was, like, uh, I don't want to say it was the culprit of my depression because I definitely just had some depression. Um, but it made it probably a million times worse that I was constantly consuming, uh, pictures on Tumblr of perfect lives. And then also, um, I was very deep into like the depression, like, uh, romanticizing portion of it. And I see that a lot on Twitter. It's very, very negative. People feel comfortable to post whatever they want there, which there is something beautiful about that. I do see some beautiful tweets, some beautiful accounts, but there is a part of it that I see, like, I don't even follow those kinds of accounts. I just follow friends and I see uh, very negative things just by things that, you know, they like or mutuals like because I don't follow a lot of people. So it just tries to give me more tweets. So without even trying to be in that portion of that social media and Twitter, uh, it's mostly just Twitter, um, it, it, it's like pops up on my feed anyway and it's just like people sharing their negative thoughts and you know what it's like? It's like, um, who, was, who was talking about it? Oh, Brad Yates. It was like a tapping video that I was watching um, and I guess Ellen said this. I don't know where I heard this but um he was saying like it's like when you drink spoiled milk out of the fridge and then you like turn to your friend and you're like oh my god I think this is spoiled try it and it's like what the fuck like if it's spoiled I don't want to try it um I actually do that to Henry all the time I'm like I think my food tastes weird taste it and he's like I don't want to taste it if it tastes bad I'm like please just taste it but like why do we do that with negativity if you're having a bad day And again, I do think there are positive aspects of talking about mental health in a a very specific way, very, very specific way. Um, You know, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay uh, to, to not be okay and not do anything about it and spread it and like spread that negativity like wildfire, wildfire. So I think that social media can be an expressive way to show how you really feel, share how you really feel. 
But I also think there is this balance where we need to stop promoting negative thinking, uh, making it cool to not be okay. It's not cool to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's not cool to not be okay. And I think people want this sense of belonging right now, which we all do. But um, I think that what we need to leave behind in 2020 is this negative culture of, um, you know, I said cancel culture, but I think I really want to change this number three to more just like the negative thought promoting and romanticizing um, just this just this very, very negative energy. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Hopefully uh, you're not too big of a part of it, but if you are, like I just really, really think that we need to leave that behind in 2020. Number four, this one comes from a client of mine. Shout out to you. Uh, I asked her, what do you want to leave behind in 2020? And she said, uh, giving fucks. Like immediately she said, giving fucks. And I was like, yes, this is why I love you. This is why I love my job. This is why I love my clients. Uh, giving fucks. Goodbye. Uh, leaving that in 2020 obviously giving fucks about the things that we shouldn't give a fuck about. Um, yeah, <laughs> giving fucks about things that we should not be giving a fuck about. We're leaving that behind in 2020. Again, I'm going to jump to the end a little bit. And uh, one of my intentions for 2021 is to just have a fuck it attitude. Literally just say, just say fuck it. Like just give less fucks about the things that don't matter and just have a fuck it attitude about the things that I should, you know, like, oh, is this person going to think that I'm weird for posting that, posting this? Fuck it. Is someone going to think I'm annoying for sharing so much? Fuck it. Is someone going to think this about me or that about me? Or is, or is this going to happen? Or am I going to maybe fail? Fuck it. I'm going to try anyway. So that's one of my intentions for 2021. Uh, But back to the things that we should be leaving behind. Uh, Number five is an imbalance of the masculine and the feminine energy. So more specifically, too much of the masculine energy. This one is like a huge like at me, like at me next time, at myself. Um, It's something that I feel like I have successfully balanced um, the, you know, this last part of this year but it's something that I am going to continually be working on because this is such a deep deep wound that uh, even when I have healed it it will still resurface every once in a while there's certain thoughts feelings and energies so um, you know what this really means by the imbalance and having too much of the masculine is feeling like you need to work more or do more to feel more worthy talking to especially my entrepreneur girls out there, uh, my boss ass babes with a business, you working more is not going to make you more money. Period. Dot. I have experienced this. Working more is not going to make you more money as in just like giving yourself tasks and to-do lists to feel worthy because working hard and being busy is what makes you successful. That is a paradigm that we are leaving in 2020. Say it with me. (laughs) Doing more does not make me more worthy or make me more money. Say it again. Listen to that again. Repeat that. Uh, 
we are we are leaving that behind in 2020 this uh really full force masculine energy where we just feel like we have to be working and being busy and doing 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 and going 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 uh you know we've kind of been given this idea that like if we're not doing like we're being quote unquote lazy or we're just not good enough we're not successful we're not going to be successful and it's just not true you know, there's a certain level of still working hard and going after what you want, but not, um, it's like a fine line between doing that because you need to like prove yourself, but then working because it like feels good to you and you've been in the feminine and the feminine is the fuel and it's fueling the masculine. It's fueling the doing and the quote unquote to-do list. Actually, one of the first things that I do with my clients um, that I, you know, help them build their business is I completely eliminate the to-do list. I'm like, no, 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 no more to-do list. There's only questions. You're asking yourself questions at the beginning of the day. Um, what will take my business to the next level today? Like what's one thing that I can do to take my business to the next level? Um, what would feel really, really good to me to accomplish today? things like that and then going from there what do I want to do uh, even I did this today I like have to wrap all these presents and I wanted to record the podcast and um, it's Christmas Eve uh, as I'm recording this so Merry Christmas but this will be released after Christmas um, I yeah I, I just had all these things I felt like I needed to do um, and I started getting this bad feeling, right? My highest self saying like, nope, this doesn't feel good. This feels icky. My energy felt icky. And I caught myself and I said, Maddie, what do you want to do when you get home? And it was the same answer. It was the same list. It was still my to-do list, like the same exact things, right? Do a podcast, uh, clean up a little bit, do the laundry, um, and wrap presents. But I shifted it from, I want to do it because wrapping presents would be feel so good to get that all ready and set up. Um, it would feel good to record my podcast. I'm excited to. I don't have to do it. Oh, I need to record a podcast. No, I'm so excited to get on and share um, and, and et cetera, et cetera. So letting go of that imbalance and going into 2020, uh, committing to a journey to the fem- feminine for, for yourself. Um, the fifth thing is it the fifth, the sixth thing? I didn't number these. I don't know. The next thing uh, that I want to leave behind in 2020 is putting people and or things on pedestals. This is a good one. I feel like this is a good one. All of these are good ones, but I feel like this is a good one. What we should say goodbye to leave in 2020, not take with us into 2021 at all, not even a little bit, is putting people or things um, or dreams or goals on a pedestal. When you put something on a pedestal, energetically, you are putting it above you. For you to manifest something, you need to be a vibrational, energetic, exact match if you put something on a pedestal, it is above you. You are not a match. So, so to um, not put something on a pedestal would just be, you know, not looking at someone and thinking like, oh, I will never have that kind of life. I don't think I will 
ever accomplish that. I will never get there. Like a hundred thousand dollars. Like, wow, that is so much money. Oh my God. That just like, that sounds crazy to me to have, um, which, you know, and on that note, like, of course it can still be like an amazing number to you. Like, wow, like a hundred thousand dollars. Like that is such a, uh, you know, an amazing amount of money, but, but never like putting it into this like energetic where it's like so far from you. It's like up on this pedestal where it's like so hard to reach. Uh, and this is for any goal, any amount of money, even people like being friends with someone. Like you look at someone and you're like, oh my God, like they're so incredible. Like I could never even talk to this person. When you like put things on this like magical pedestal, first of all, I have talked to people or met people that like I put on a pedestal and like (laughs) compared myself to and I was like, wow, uh, why did I put this person on a pedestal? They are exactly like me or they are nothing like I made them out to be in my head. Like this story that I created about them that they're like this amazing person. I mean, uh, they're still amazing people. That's not what I mean. Uh, everyone is an incredible person, but I created this story in my head of like, they're this magical unicorn, um, especially in business, people I look up to in business. And then I hear things about them or I meet them or I communicate with them. And I'm like, wow, uh, why am I putting this person on a pedestal? It's just, it's silly, especially because of the law of divine oneness. Like we are all the same. We're literally all the same. Um, And the moment you stop putting people you know, dreams, amounts of money, jobs on a pedestal, the more you are bringing them closer to you, the more you're collapsing that timeline of, um, you know, you're not saying that it's far away from you anymore. So no more putting people or things or dreams on pedestals. Um, Start looking at them with the intention of it's already yours. Stop uh, letting yourself feel that feeling of like shock or fear or like, uh, just desperation about certain things. Um, yeah, just simply stop putting people on pedestals and things and dreams. Uh, the next thing that we need to leave behind in 2020. All right, listen up, listen up. Another good one. Another really good one. Um, and this one's going to be hard for me, you guys. I'll get real and honest with you. This one's going to be hard but I'm ready. I'm ready for the challenge if you guys are ready for the challenge because I need accountability partners and I need someone to work on this with. I am ready to leave behind in 2020 saying things to my man like, baby, do you love me? And he's like, looks at me. He's like, uh, yes. And I'm like, do you really? He's like, yes. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't love me. Um, yeah. Can you really? So I, uh, my love language is words of affirmation. Hardcore, like hardcore. Uh, and I grew up, um, very manipulative, very manipulative towards my parents, towards my ex, towards certain people. Um, to try and get those words of affirmation that I like so badly needed. Like I know how to get anybody to say anything to me because my 
my uh, basic needs pretty much survived off of that for so long or were these words of affirmation. It's still very strong for me because that's just how I feel love. I, I need to hear that you love me. I need to hear that I'm doing okay and that I'm helping, that I'm uh, doing the right thing, that, you know, just certain praises. I need to hear that. Um, of course, I have a pretty solid foundation now of, you know, not needing as much validation from others. But that being said, I still have that wound. It's still something that I continue to work on. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say the occasional, um, you know, oh, you, you don't like what I'm wearing. Oh, you didn't tell me that I'm pretty today. Oh, like, yeah. Do you still like me? Do you still love me? This, 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 and that. Like, the most obvious fucking questions just to get him to say, like, no, babe, of course I love you. No, babe, of course you look beautiful. No, babe, of course, blah, 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 blah. Like, fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> I I feel like I'm better than this. Like, when I say it out loud, I'm like, Jesus, Maddie, like, you know that he loves you. Uh, like, I'll, I'll still say things too, like, do you still like living with me? Like, are you annoyed of living with me? I'm like, Jesus, why am I saying that? Just to get the confirmation and the reaffirmation that like, he likes living with me, like he would, he would break up with me or he would leave or whatever. The more we actually say those things, the more we are manifesting it to happen. I don't know if you guys have read the book, um, Stop Checking Your Likes, but he was, she was uh, sharing this story about um, this guy like fell in love with this girl. It was like his dream girl, like literally the most perfect girl ever. Uh, but he was like, he said to his friends, he's like, yeah, I don't know why she thinks that she has like huge legs or something. And she's always complaining about it. Oh, she's so silly. That's so stupid of Sarah. Like, why does she say that? She's like literally my dream girl. And they were in love. They were in love. He like talked about her every second that he could. And then finally they started to hear less about Sarah and they like asked him like, Hey, how is Sarah doing? And he was like, ah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, she's really like, you know, what I made her out to be. Uh, and plus, you know, she's really huge legs. I just, I don't know if I could fall in love with her. Okay. He just went from Sarah being his dream girl to agreeing with what she had to say, but it's like, if she had never said those things and kept manifesting that and putting herself down and having that negative self-talk, he would have never got those ideas in his head. If he, if she just kept reaffirming that she was the dream girl and the best thing ever, he would continue to think that. And we really do manifest that to happen when I keep saying like, babe, like, am I being annoying? Like, you think I'm being annoying. He's going to start thinking I'm annoying. He's told me that it's annoying when I do that, but I continue to do it. And uh, that being said, that is one thing that I am ready to like really let go of in 2020 and what I want to commit to and would love to have some of you guys on board because uh, I feel like I know you guys pretty well now. Again, I'm going to go ahead and assume, but I feel like I know you guys pretty well. And I feel like some of you definitely do this. So who's with me? Let me know. Shoot me a DM. Um, let's, let's be in on this together and stop putting our men through that that do love us so much. Um, and they don't think we're annoying. They wouldn't be with us. So um, yeah, what I'm saying goodbye to in 2020 is saying things like, oh, you don't love me to my boyfriend because of course he fucking loves me. Um, next thing that I want to say goodbye to and what I encourage you to say goodbye to in 2020 
is setting unrealistic habits and routines for yourself. I will be releasing another podcast on this, a little short one, uh, in a couple days, like just a midweek episode uh, about morning routines and why I don't agree with the morning routine. But uh, to elaborate on this a little bit, what do I mean by setting unrealistic habits and routines for yourself? You do not need to journal every single day, eat perfectly every single day, meditate every single day, read a book every single day, wake up at 6 a.m. every single day, uh, and do your to-do list every single day. This kind of goes with the masculine energy thing too. Uh, We, you know, as you start getting into personal development and you listen to my podcast and you listen to other people's podcasts and you start reading books and spiritual books, uh, you start to, or at least, okay, I start to fall into this trap of like, oh, I need to be doing all of these perfect habits and perfect things that this book told me to do and this website told me to do and this podcast told me to do. I need to start doing these every single day. You need to write down your manifestations every single day or they're not going to come into fruition. You need to journal every day or else you're not being consistent and you're being lazy and you're not doing personal development. Uh, you need to meditate every single day or else like you're you're taking years off your life. Like, no, 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 no. It is time to put that to rest and stop setting unrealistic habits and routines for yourself and putting yourself through guilt for not doing those things. It is unrealistic for you to do all these perfect habits every day. Can you work on your discipline and doing it more and more? Yes, absolutely. But there's also this balance of what do you need versus what are you doing to try and fuel your ego to say that you are a good person and you're worthy and you're doing the work. Like, like, are you doing it because you feel like your soul and your spirit needs it? Or are you doing it because you're trying to be good enough? And you're trying to like be this this version of you that like does all the good things that everyone says to do. Because I feel like I fell into that for a while. Like, oh, I need to do this morning routine and do this and do that and do this and do that and journal every single day to be uh, spiritual, to be on my personal development journey. Guys, say goodbye to that right now. Oh, sorry. I just hit my microphone. Uh, say goodbye to that right now. Fuck that. Um, I'm not telling you to just like not do it at all and be lazy, but, uh, I say this all the time. Like some weeks I just don't journal at all. I just don't need it. I'm feeling really good. I'm busy with other things. Like I just don't need to journal. Then there are some weeks where I journal for three hours a day. No exaggeration. Every single day I journal for three hours a day because that's what I need. There is work to be done. There are thoughts to be worked through. Like, it's the time for me to do that. Um, Some days I will meditate for three hours. Some days I don't meditate at all. I think at least 10 minutes a day is uh, maybe um, one to shoot for, right? Um, But that's just like getting the fuck away from our mind and getting back to our heart. Um, So, so I do think that that meditation is maybe the exception, but stop uh, latching onto unrealistic habits and routines, thinking that that's going to make you good enough. Start tuning into that intuition, that inner guidance. This goes with the first one. Stop listening to what everyone else is saying to do and ask yourself what you need. The next one I want to talk about is the victim mindset. Uh, this episode's already getting longer than I wanted, so I'm going to kind of 
uh, brush through these. Uh, victim mindset. This year was fucking hard. It was, it was, it was. I know it. we're literally going through trauma right now, but you can shift this trauma into a better life rather than a worse life. Um, and it's just from switching your perspective, switching your thoughts from poor me to how is this benefiting me? How is this strengthening me? How is this making me better? How can I make myself better? How can I make my life experience better and take what I am going through and, and, um, shift it into something that is going to positively benefit me. No more victim mentality, no more poor me. Let's leave that behind in 2020 and go into 2021 saying, yes, this shit is hard. This shit is happening to me. I have not been okay, but let's fucking do something about it. Let's let's go after this anyway. I'm going to push through anyway. I'm going to use my hurt and I'm going to channel it into art. I'm going to channel it into helping others. I'm going to channel it into my health. I'm going to channel it into this or this or that. And, and channel that energy, energy instead of getting down uh, on yourself and getting down just on your life and saying, poor me, saying, okay, I, you know, yes, poor me, like this fucking sucks. A lot of shit happened this year, um, but, but it's not going to suck anymore. How can I make it not suck? How can I change my perspective so it doesn't suck and so that I start attracting more things that don't suck? So saying goodbye to the victim mentality. Uh, the next one is leaving behind in 2020, not asking for what you want. I'm not even going to go into this. I've already talked about this. Stop just letting things happen uh, and stop like stopping yourself from asking for what you want in a relationship. Do not stop yourself from asking for what you want because you think you're going to be annoying or they already have a lot on your on their plate, right? Oh, my boyfriend is so busy. I can't ask him for that. No. Ask for what you need. Ask for what you want in your job. Oh, I couldn't ask for that. Like my boss is like going through this or that. No, ask for what you want. Always build the confidence to ask for what you want. Stop just, uh, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about this. Okay, diving deeper. Uh, My first job at In-N-Out Burger uh, or one of my first jobs, I, all my friends started leveling up before me and I went to my boss and I'm like, hey, like I you know, why are, why is everyone else getting training and I'm not getting any training? Like I'm still a level one and they're all level threes. Like what the fuck? I did not say what the fuck, (laughs) but I was like, come on. Like, why am I not getting any training? I felt so sad. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't even know you wanted training. And I was like, what do you mean? Of course I want training in my head telepathically. I was telling him like, I want training. I want to level up. And he's like, no, you never asked. Why didn't you ever ask? I didn't even know that you wanted to uh, get promotions and work up further. And I was like, oh, damn. And from then on out, I fucking asked. Every day I came to my shift and I said, can I get training? Can I get training? Can I get training? I wanted to be a cook so bad. And they kept giving me a drawer. And I literally sat there and begged. I'm like, please don't give me this drawer. Please don't give me this drawer. Can I have five minutes of training time? Ten minutes of training time. Just one minute of training time, please, for the love of God. I didn't give a fuck that other people were ahead of me. I, I wanted to be ahead. And so I asked for it. Uh, the next thing that I think we should leave behind in 2020 is stopping yourself. Stop stopping yourself. If there is one uh, thing that I would uh, encourage you to do if you are stuck in, uh, if you're stuck, if, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling unproductive, you don't know how to like get your motivation up and just like get moving. 
Remember, the key to confidence is just doing instead of overthinking. Uh, If you keep stopping yourself, go get uh, the five second rule by Mel Robbins. It's actually for free on YouTube. Like the audiobook of the five second rule by Mel Robbins is completely free on YouTube. You could start listening to it right after you listen to this episode. If you struggle with uh, stopping yourself and, and not moving forward, read that book, listen to that book. It completely changed my life. I would not be here without it. 100% like, please listen to it or read it. Uh, The next thing we need to leave behind in 2020 is the fucking waiting room and waiting until you're quote unquote ready or you feel ready or the right time. There will never be a right time. You will never be ready ever, 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 ever. Stop putting yourself in the waiting room. Stop waiting until you are quote unquote ready or this comes in the mail or this person tells you it's okay or um, the weather is better or you feel better. Like stop. Stop it. Why are you doing that to yourself? Stop putting yourself in the waiting room. Stop waiting until you're ready uh, and just claim that you are ready now. Like, uh, ready isn't a, a destination. It is a mindset. Being ready is a mindset. It's when you shift in your brain and you say, okay, I'm allowing myself, I'm giving myself permission to be ready now. So what are we leaving behind in 2020? Waiting until we are ready in that fucking waiting room. Leave it the fuck behind. Okay, I need to catch my breath. The next thing that I want to talk about that we are leaving behind in 2020 is feeling like you have to do things alone. A lot of people stop themselves from uh, growing and succeeding because they do not want to ask for help because that means they are weak or they are not strong enough to do it on their own. No, 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 no. You are weak if you do not ask for help. You are weak if you do not uh, ask, you know, search out for a mentor or ask for guidance or ask for advice. Um, That sounds contradictory because I keep saying stop taking advice, listen to your own advice. But um, this goes with the next one. This goes with the next one. Um, Stop caring about others' opinions and listening to people's advice who aren't where you want to be. So with this, you know, as what we're leaving behind, caring about others' opinions or listening to other people's advice or opinions who aren't where you want to be. So stop listening to Uncle Gary who like doesn't do shit with his life where he's like judging you about starting your own business. Like why are you listening to his opinion when he's not where you want to be? So going back to the feeling like you need to do things alone, don't listen to people that aren't where you want to be. But if someone is exactly where you want to be, um, like stop acting like you need to do things alone and ask for guidance, ask for help, get a coach, do a program, do a course, read a book, like stop feeling like you need to do all things alone. Again, I know I fucking contradict myself sometimes. Why do I do this? I think you guys know what I mean though. I think you guys know me. Uh, What I mean by listen to your own uh, guidance system. But I just know for me, like I want to listen to my own guidance system more but if there is someone that's exactly where I want to be I like having a coach investing in myself changed my whole entire life I would not be here 
I would not be here recording this podcast or or doing what I do now. I would be at a nine to five job. So um, stop feeling like you need to do things alone. Get a coach, take a course, do a group coaching program. They are so, 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 so potent and powerful. I cannot even explain to you like I cannot explain to you anyone that is somebody has a coach or has had a coach or a mentor that has gotten them there, like that has walked them through the steps. Uh, someone that is exactly where you want to be, 10, 20 steps ahead of you, and they are just walking you through it. Um, and then my next one after that, uh, th- these all just kind of go together, is stop spending money on the wrong things and get your priorities straight. So, um, you, you know, spending $300 on clothes, but you can't spend $300 on how to uh, like master your mindset or uh, investing in a fitness coach, right? You complain every single day about your body, but then you buy $300 worth of food instead of $300 worth of a health coaching session. Uh, different things like, you know, you won't spend $10 on a like book, but you'll spend $10 on an appetizer, literally just an appetizer at your meal that is completely non-essential. It's this like priorities thing where I do it too. I do it too. I'll spend $50 on a shirt, but then like some program online, I'm like, Ugh, do I need this? Do I need this right now? Um, that was just an example. <laughs> I like buying self-development stuff way more than I do clothes now, but it used to be that way. Um, or just spending a lot of money on food rather than um, like just health things, right? Like organic foods. Um, like I won't buy organic foods because I'm like, oh, that's so expensive. But then I will order like $50 of DoorDash. I'm like, where the fuck are my priorities, right? I'll spend $200 on a festival ticket, but then I won't spend $200 on this like, um, like, uh, I don't know. What am I trying to think of? Um, just, just something to like benefit my health or whatever. You guys know what I mean. Um, so what are we leaving behind in 2020? Feeling like you need to do things alone, spending money on the wrong things, getting your priorities straight and listening to people's advice that, uh, not, not listening to people's advice who aren't where you want to be. So stop listening to uncle Gary or, or aunt Sally that is, you know, not living the type of life you want to live. If it's like, uh, another person that is exactly where you want to be, then you, you know, I give you a little bit of permission to listen to their opinions and their advice, but stop listening to people's opinions or caring what people think when they come from a completely different, different generation than you, a different life, a different story, a different perspective. Like, why are you caring about what they think? It's, it's completely irrelevant to your story and your journey completely irrelevant. I'm speaking mostly right now, like in my mind, I'm thinking about family. I know that family is very, very important. I do understand that. Um, and yeah, I do understand that, but I could get into like a whole nother podcast episode right now. Like I could literally talk for another 45 minutes about this. Um, why, why are you listening to your family's opinion when they're not living the type of life you want to live? And, um, it's just, it's just irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. You need to live your own life. It's your turn to live your own life. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop myself there.
the next thing that we are letting go of in 2020 is comparing our weaknesses to other people's strengths. Oh my God. This one is so, so huge. So, so huge. Stop comparing your weaknesses to other people's strengths. We do this a fuck ton. We do this a lot. I do this a lot. I compare myself or I focus on the lack of myself by looking at other people's strengths, right? I look at somebody's Instagram profile and they have this beautiful strength, this beautiful attribute, uh, this beautiful thing about them. And of course, so that's, you know, that's what I see when I look at their page. And I look at myself and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. And I spiral, I get into this comparison trap. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have that thing. Well, I'm comparing, you know, something that I don't have to the one thing that they do have. I have one thing. I have one thing about myself that other people probably look at me and say, oh, I really wish I had that. They're comparing their weaknesses or something that they're lacking to the one thing that I have. Um, I mean, we have so much. We have more than one thing about us. But you know what I mean? Like, we look at this one person's, like, body and we're like, oh, my God. I wish I could be them. Like, I don't have this thing. But in reality, like, maybe you don't have this, like, perfect picture-perfect body that's probably face-tuned anyway. But you have this, like, light about you. Like, you make people feel comfortable comfortable in your presence. You make them feel loved. Like, you make them feel appreciated. Like, you impact their lives. And it's like, you don't compare your strength to their strength and say, like, wow, Sally has such a nice body. And I'm so grateful for her you know, her having her body because I'm so grateful for me having this amazing attribute. No, we focus on their strength and the, like, the fact that we don't have that. It's ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous that we do that. And that is one thing that we are saying goodbye to in 2020 is comparing our weaknesses to other people's strengths. Find your strengths. Find the things that you love about yourself. Find the things that other people love about you and focus on those, amplify those, appreciate those, and do not let go of those things when you look at other people's strengths. Stop focusing on the lack. Focus on the strengths. Okay. Um, The other thing that we're letting go of is not using our strengths, not capitalizing on our strengths. So if you have a strength of, um, you know, like being really funny but you just, you just never crack jokes. You never like use that attribute. You just like kind of hide it down below when really you could be like making people's days and making them laugh. got to stop doing that. Stop or start using your strengths. If you're really good at helping people and you've always wanted to be a coach, but you're letting your fear get in the way, stop that. Use your strengths, like capitalize on them, use them, um, show them to the world, like use them to your advantage instead of like, holding them like deep down inside if you're a performing artist but you're you're too nervous to like go out and perform and share like there's so many people that have so many strengths and we just like aren't using them we're just like letting them like just go to waste and so many people would be grateful to have the strengths that you have and you're just not using them so what are we letting go of in 2020 leaving behind is this this uh, habit of not using our strengths. 
so that is my list that is my list of of what I want to leave behind in 2020 of course there are probably so many more if I create a new list I will do a part two but that right now is is what I have for what we should leave behind in 2020 so I hope you guys loved those Um, And now really quickly, I want to just share a little bit about my personal intentions for this next year Um, and and uh, yeah, what I want to work on and just my intentions for 2021. The first one I want to talk about is intention. I've been saying intention a lot lately and uh, my biggest intention for 2021 is to do everything with intention. So, if I stand up, I do it with intention. If I walk across the room, I do it with intention. If I eat a meal, I do it with intention. What is my intention behind eating this? Why am I eating this? Uh, Everything that I say, what is my intention with saying this? Every podcast that I release, what is my intention with this podcast? What is my intention with this message? What is my intention with this smile at this stranger? What is my intention with everything? Because I have felt my intentions get a little mixed. Um, like my my spirituality, my ego have this battle, right? Like uh, especially with content, um, I'll sometimes have these thoughts of like, okay, this is in service. This, this uh, intention that this post is of service. But then there will be this intention of, oh, I want to post this because I think it's going to get me more likes or more followers. So the intention behind getting more likes or more followers is it the intention of I want a bigger community because I want to help more people or I want more likes because it will make me feel more validated or more worthy or more cool or more like liked, like actually liked. And so uh, getting my intention straight there because we all have an ego side of us that does want that external validation. It's completely normal. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, it's just something that we need to be aware of and keep healthy. So um really getting clear on my intentions behind every post, um, every every community building action, every single podcast, everything, 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 um, every word that I say, every compliment that I say, every, every coaching call that I have, setting an intention. Um, and my, my next intention for 2021 is to be in complete service and love. I feel like I always have Uh, But like I said, my ego can get in the way sometimes. So one of my personal goals for 2021 is to be in complete service and love, like 100% service and love. Like if, if I do something that is not in, in the intention of service and love, like I'm taking it down, I'm deleting it. I'm not doing that. My, my intention is to really just with every single thing that I do this next year, I want to make sure that it is of the most service and helping people like just more than I more than I already am. Like I um I, I like to, you know, think that I'm already helping so so much and you know, of course I'm so grateful for your guys' messages that share that I am. But I just want to take it deeper, like way deeper, like levels deeper 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 levels deeper of just like every single post every single thing that I do to be like I know that this is going to help somebody immensely and just like uh, yeah just being so much service and love my next intention is to be my own guidance and my own 
my own advice, my own God, and really create my relationship with God or the universe. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I want to have my own coach, a new coach. Of course, I'm on the lookout for a new coach and new programs for this next year. But I want to really tune into being my own guidance and stop listening to this person and this business coach and this spiritual guru and this person and that person and blah, 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 blah. I still listen to them, still get the guidance, still listen to things when I feel inspired, but I want to be my own guidance system and tune back into my intuition um, and just do everything out of like what feels good to me, not what somebody else told me to do, but what feels good to me. The next intention is creating a healthy ego. So keeping my awareness of what is my ego and what is my spirit and my soul and what is love and what is not love. What is love and service and what is for validation. So keeping that up. Um, My next intention is showing up and creating community more. It um, is hard for me sometimes to maybe show up in the way that I desire um, I don't always like to just like be on Instagram stories or be on my phone and like not on my phone a lot. Um, but I'm feeling this urge and this like calling to just show up more and really, really just take you guys deeper into my life, show you everything that I do, my everyday everything, get more personal, uh, get more intimate and just, just show up, uh, with more of like a fuck it attitude, not giving a fuck attitude and just show you guys everything. Um, I think that I had this belief for a long time that like, oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to post too much. But this one day I literally posted like (laughs) just so much shit, like with such a fuck it attitude. Like I used to just like try and make things like perfect, like center it perfect. But I was just like posting like a madman. Like I didn't give a fuck just posting being silly. And my like my viewership on my stories tripled which hasn't happened like all of this year the algorithm's been putting me down a lot and my viewership literally tripled like I had never seen numbers that high and I was like what the fuck uh so that completely shifted my belief and my paradigm of like oh people don't want me to post that much or post about my personal life um and it helped give me the reassurance that yeah, this is the right path and this is the right intention for me to have is to show up more and just be more um, just open with you guys and uh, really create, be better at creating community. Um, another one is giving less fucks about the things that don't matter, having a fuck it attitude and listening to my heart and not my mind or my fears. So um, those are some of my intentions. Uh, some of my actual goals goals like more more goals um you know some of some of mine are still very personal um but my my first goal that I wrote down is grow breaking butterfly put my whole heart and soul into breaking butterfly like I you know I want yeah I want to grow it a lot a lot a lot a lot even more than it already has it has grown a lot this last this year, you know, since I started it, I only started it in March. Uh, and especially these past couple months has grown tremendously thanks to you guys because you share it so much. But I have big plans, big, big plans on making this podcast the absolute best that I can make it. 
So my first goal is to grow Breaking Butterfly. Uh, another one is to make Metamorphosis the best program ever. I am launching Metamorphosis again um, after the holidays in January and starting up February 4th. I am already getting deposits and applications, which is crazy because I haven't even launched it yet. Um, but guys, it's like, it's already the best program ever. And my intention for 2021 is to like make it even better and make it like fucking incredible, which like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do it after like my last round that I just did, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. So if you're interested, shoot me a DM or, um, you can apply on my website cause I'm, probably only going to do two groups and like I said like I'm already getting deposits for it and like more applications so and I haven't even launched it it's going to go fast uh so make metamorphosis the best program ever um do more energy work like I've I've been doing more energy work rather than like business coaching it's been really really powerful for me and then my fourth one is money habits my money mindset is what I worked on this year and my money, like my mindset about abundance and making money. So I have a good mindset about making money. Like I can make money. It's more my mindset about keeping money. For some reason, my, uh, something inside of me just doesn't want to have money. Um, so, so I want to work on my money habits, my saving habits, um, getting really clear on my money that's coming in and coming out and saving for my future house, my future wedding, like just really getting like in it with my money habits and um, investing and, and stuff like that. Because um, yeah, at, at first it was I needed to work on my money mindset about just making money and letting abundance flow to me. But now it's like I'm letting too much abundance flow out. So um, part of that is just I've always been a shopaholic. It's been one of my comforts for a long time. So um, yeah, those are those are four of my goals that I wanted to share with you guys. I hope that this episode helped give you guys some ideas on your intentions, your goals for 2021, what you want to achieve, what you want to um, just set out to manifest and have intentions for um and again I just wanted to get deeper with you guys and just share you know what I personally this is like my personal development work my personal shadow work and deep work and intentions of what I want to let go of and say goodbye to um I mean some of these were just what I thought would be beneficial for everybody but a lot of these are like very personal to me um and and some of my intentions and my goals so I really really hope you guys got something out of this and you got some good tidbits I feel like I kind of like slammed like three podcast episodes into one because I just elaborate way too much on everything um so so there's so much in this episode I hope you guys got so much out of this episode and really enjoyed it um and yeah I think that's I think that's all I wanted to say let me check my notes um, yeah, those are things that we're leaving behind in my intentions, my goals. Okay, you guys, if you loved this episode, please feel free to share it with someone. I would absolutely love it. And if you have not left a rating or a review on this podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. If you tune in every single week and you have been loving my content, there is nothing that could uh, help me more than just sharing my podcast, leaving a rating and review. It would help so, so, so much. I would be so appreciative um, and just love you forever. Um, 
I already got, I already love you guys forever, but I would love you forever even just a little bit more. Um, so please, please, please share this. If any of this resonated with you, I would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback and your comments and your questions and your concerns. Um, and I hope everyone is having a beautiful holiday time and, you know, reflecting on this year and just, um, you know, also setting out the intention to just remember what you have learned from this year. And, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm ready to let go of it and get into a brand new year and make it the best year ever again. Um, and I love you guys so, so much. This 2020 is seriously like, yeah, this was the year that I started, uh, this, this podcast. And again, I, fuck, I know I get so sappy every time, but so, so grateful for all of you that tune in. I love you. 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 Uh, and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.